Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> Good work on the on the recovery of the clearing your throat. I think this is the first day that I don't have like way more bass in my voice than I should. It took me almost like oh, wow. 11 days. Wow. Well, you know, it's hard to heal a <laughs> a worn out voice when you never fucking shut up. And I never fucking shut up. Mm. So also, uh, I figured since we're 90 some episodes in, I should finally say the F word in the first minute of an episode. Mm-hmm. So, that you know, so we get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, my, my voice was like super deep. And I always felt bad because whenever I'd record my voice, I'd be like, uh, this isn't an accurate representation of my voice. It doesn't normally sound this good. <laughs> and you can't rely on it to sound this this good. Have you ever? I I used to do training exercises to change my voice, like where you'd grab you grab parts of your voice and it changes it. Interesting. Yeah, it can make your voice sound completely different. Wow. Yeah, and all I did was hurt myself a little by squeezing too hard on yeah. my larynx. Ow! Uh, <laughs> that did kind of hurt. I was too busy listening in my headphones to how it was sounding to think about like, how hard am I squeezing my own throat? I'm sure a lot. It's like, it's like, you know, um, you know, 800 people die in swimming pools. 300 people die from killer bees. 14 people die from sharks. And then three and a half people die messing with their larynx to change their voice while listening on a microphone. It sounds right. Those are your summertime death statistics. Uh, So I guess I should start the show by saying that I got Chicano's final medical um, uh, tests back. Because mm-hmm. last week we talked about my dog Chicano. He had to get a lot of testing done, a lot of very expensive cardiology done. And it's a good news mixed with not great news. You know, the not great mm-hmm. news is, yeah, I mean, we've talked about before. Yes, he has heart disease. He's older. Mm-hmm. He has very early or mild heart disease, which is described as age appropriate. It's just that as you get older, you often develop heart disease because we all right. have to die someday. <sighs> you know, good times. So it's not like it's a problem. They don't even think the the testing in for 24 hours was to make sure the arrhythmia was was uh, mild, so mild that it wasn't affecting his life. Right. Yeah. Which that showed to be true. The yeah. arrhythmia is so mild, it is not affecting him. He has no idea there's anything wrong because... Well, no, but if he has no idea there's an arrhythmia and the arrhythmia is uh, mild, then he's fine is what yeah. it really means. No, I was just thinking about how we all probably don't know all of the stuff that's wrong with us all the time. That's true. But, you know, you can go and get a cardiology workup and then negotiate the price way down until it's cheaper than getting one for your dog. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, the, my favorite thing about talking about this with people has been people going, wait, there are cardiologists for dogs and i'm like yeah yeah there are (laughs) i think they probably thought that that just fell under an umbrella of like what the veterinarian does or something Mm -hmm. but no no we went to a cardiologist for i think she was just for dogs it might be for dogs and cats i don't Mm -hmm. know for sure but anyway um so that's the good news and it's very good news 
the not great news is they want to do they want to do another 24-hour heart monitor in six to nine months and make sure that he's not getting any worse. Yeah. Um, and the good news is if the arrhythmia is getting worse, it just means he needs to be put on heart medication. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that he's going to pass away or you know anytime soon or anything like that. It just means that we caught something incredibly early, which that sounds really good. Yeah. You know, does. that sounds like a great thing that we mm-hmm. would have caught something very, very early. And then from then on, for the remainder of Chicano's life, he will get a cardiology exam of some port, a point of some sort, roughly every nine months to a year. Mm-hmm. Is the plan as long as he's staying consistently okay? And they prescribed him some omega three uh, fish oils, which I already gave him salmon oil, but they want him on like this crazy freaking fancy. Like I think it was like sardine and something else oil. Now I have to mm-hmm. know. Now I have to yeah. tell you. I have to be able to tell you because I ordered it. The good news is like you know that like you know how it is like people, especially with veterinarians, a lot of people get kind of fed up because they're like, Oh God, they always tell me to do this and do this. And they make it seem like you don't care if you don't do this. That is a little true, but, (laughs) um, Oh yeah. It's wild anchovy and sardine oil. Oh, okay. But I was kind of like, Oh my God, really? Cause they literally said, get Nordic naturals, omega three pet, large to very large breed dog, omega three fatty oil. I feel like Nordic Naturals also has people stuff. Ah, like stuff made out of like humans for animals. Oh Oh, God, (laughs) that's not good. That's not setting a precedent I want. Uh, (laughs) But no, so, um, but I was like, oh God, you know, they, of course they sent me to the most hoity toity highfalutin, you know, thing. And then I looked at it and it costs like a grand total of $3 and 80 cents more than his salmon oil. So it's actually not that expensive. Uh, he needs a tablespoon and a ha- or a teaspoon and a half a day, which is what he gets of salmon oil. I figured okay. out by doing some math. So I'm just going to swap them and, uh, and then we'll see if that helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have to figure out what to do with this jug of salmon oil. Would you like a jug of salmon oil? What What can I do with it? Like, I don't uh, want to just eat it. Can I cook with it? <laughs> I don't know if it's human grade. Oh, uh, you could probably give it to gigs. Like a little pump here and a little pump there. She might like that. She's wrapped in a wire right now, which is why I keep looking down. Oh, that's safe. Yeah, I'm super happy about it. It's fine. <laughs> She's looking at me. Oh, Actually, I think I, I my buddy Keith gives um, salmon oil to his uh, golden retrievers. I think I'm just going to give him the bottle. And, that would uh, be good. I just don't want it to go to waste. So, But anyway, so yeah, all overall looking really good. Cannot say enough thank you to everybody who's uh, who helped on the fundraiser I ran on Facebook to help pay for this because it was like $1,500 in tests. And as much as it's like, oh, God, they want me to do that 24-hour test again, he hated it um, very much. He hated that mm-hmm. vest and those electrodes. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. But the good news is like that test was $600. The $1,500 was everything they did. The full battery of tests and then the 24-hour test and the visits costs, everything. So the next time I get him a test, it's going to be like six or $700, which is a a lot more manageable. It's less than half what what the last one was. So I can can manage that um, with any luck. Also, I have time to actually, you know, to earn back my money and try to save up again. I've just been been getting clobbered with uh, expenses, you know, just clobbered. Yeah. So, and then when I came to see you, you made me buy the pizza. I know. I didn't even say, would you like me to buy it? 
You didn't. No. I'm impressed. You you just went along with it. You didn't even. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't even go. No, I offered to buy it. I, you, know, you did though. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So anyway, but that's what's up with Chicano, and therefore is what's up in my life. Um, because this has been a very stressful time. Been worrying about him a lot. He's asleep on my foot right now. Um, he's been acting totally normal ever since we took the vest off. He's just, he was so yeah. happy to get that vest off. Yeah. Um, makes sense. So yeah, he's been napping and playing and humping his blanket just like he always did. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that he's happy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, uh, slept in today, which was nice. Oh, uh, I've been having trouble with like not sleeping and then not sleeping in like, like not getting much sleep for two days straight and then being like, okay, on Wednesday, I don't have to set an alarm. And then I wake up at like seven 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah. back to it. But this time I was like, no, 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 I'm going to go pee. And then I'm going to go back to bed for an hour. Like, I just want to try to catch up a little bit on this, on this exhaustion thing. Yeah. Cause I've got like a lot of work in the office right now. That's keeping me kind of exhausted. <laughs> um, and this week is Rachel's birthday. And today while we're recording, this is Rachel's birthday. And I'm, I'm uh, either buying her dinner or making her dinner tonight. She hasn't decided mm-hmm. which one she wants because I have a bunch of tortilla and chorizo and I could mm. make a really nice uh, eggs and chorizo and beans and tortilla kind of meal with some. And I got some pineapple habanero salsa. So that sounds really good. Oh, it's I, I've been eating it every single day. <laughs> I, I long story short, I happened into a big pile of tortilla of like fresh tortilla. So I'm eating tortilla uh, related meals every meal right now, just trying to eat through as much of it as I can. Because it was like, wow, all I had to buy was like $11 worth of eggs and chorizo um, and cheese. Mm-hmm. And now I have like lunch for like till Sunday, sure. maybe even longer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then just when I start to get tired of it, I make a quesadilla and I'm happy again. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I was working on a set uh, and uh, oh, oh. I just finished mowing the lawn and it gave me COVID. No. uh, Yeah. (laughs) But I just finished mowing the lawn and my allergies are all funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I was working a set for a friend and they made tacos for everybody for lunch. And when we were done, they were like, we're going out of town on Monday. And it was Saturday. They were like, we're going out of town on Monday. Do you want any of the groceries we bought for this? Because we don't want them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, what about all these tortilla? There's so many tortilla. And uh, I was like, uh... All right, I'll take the tortilla. So then when I was leaving, they were like, don't forget your tortilla. And I was like, all right, I got paid in my native currency. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but they're good tortilla. So I've been, I've been cooking lots of stuff with them. Good. So uh, yeah, it's been nice. Uh, also mowing the lawns went super well. I decided to try and mow the lawn really fast before you were ready to record mm-hmm. because it needed to get done and it's going to rain tomorrow and it needed to get done. I mowed the front and backyard without a break. That's the first time uh, since fall of last year that I was wow. able to do that. That's so great. I'm it really was glad. really hot, though. Yeah. Um, but it, it was nice. It, it's just, yeah, my recovery is going really well is what I was getting at. My health recovery is going super well. I'm, re- I'm really glad. I've noticed, and I don't want to... Um, I don't know. Like, I don't like telling people things and then, then they change and they're like, Oh no, I have a behavior. You've started sending me more memes again. You kind of like weren't doing that for a while. And I was like, Oh, Henrik's feeling better. 
I have the energy to go up the meme tree and pull more down, you know? Yeah, That's yeah. good. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm sending you more memes. My meme cow uh, is what I'm going to call him. My meme cow on Facebook keeps getting banned because oh. he shares good memes. Oh, sorry. And good memes are not good for Facebook. Yeah. So I apologize. I haven't sent you more memes, but like my number one source is just, and I just don't have, I try to get into Reddit. There are, you know, subreddits that are definitely up my alley, but I mm-hmm. just have trouble keeping up with them um, personally. Mm-hmm. So I wish I just had more meme cow friends. So if you're out there and you share dank memes all day long on Facebook, you got to add me. That's all there is to it. That way yeah. I can then share them to Michelle. Although I will say the other problem is one of my best meme cows is Ed Gomez, your friend Ed. Yeah, so I know the memes. So I don't, I, I like, I, I probably, I think I've sent you one or two, but yeah. usually I'll go to save it and they'll be like, nope, Michelle sees this because this is Ed's meme. Yeah. And and then even then, like 15% of the time I send you a meme, and you're like, oh yeah, I saw that because Ed did share it, but I saw it from someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, or I saw it like three years ago, and it's making the rounds again. Oh, I love when that happens. Yeah, I love that. I, I that's one thing that uh, Time Hop has really made me happy about is it shows me like memes I was really into two years ago, mm-hmm. and I get to share them again. Yeah. So what's old is new. Speaking of old is new, I saw M Night Shyamalan's new film Old yesterday. It was, in my opinion, very good. Good. Um, it's. Sorry, Chicano is licking my leg. He is licking up my calf. It's probably because I'm covered in sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're salty. It tastes good. <laughs> so I'm trying to like not acknowledge it. He's got this little tongue to nam, 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 nam. Uh, but I saw M. Night Shyamalan's Old. For those who have not heard about Old, have you heard about Old? Um, I heard that it existed. Okay. Well, basically, the trailers and stuff show that it's basically these people end up on this beach that they can't leave, and it makes them age. Okay. It makes time pass in some way. Okay. Um, I don't want to say much more because, you know, that's kind of the fun of the movie is it's a mystery. Mm -hmm. But things start getting weird and crazy, and there's all kinds of great moments and great twists. But the thing that I loved, and by loved I mean hated about that movie it literally made me like sick to my stomach because, oh. and people were like, was it because it was gross? And I was like, well, there were a couple of minorly gross moments, but no, it's because I was like s- just crammed full of dread watching it. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. Im- just imagine. Okay. Just imagine you're, you're standing on the beach. Like, cause this is what it was like in the movie. You're standing on the beach and you're doing whatever. And then all of a sudden, like you have arthritis and now you're going deaf in one ear. Now you're totally deaf in that ear over the matter of like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's it, because it's accelerating so fast. It just it just compounds all of the fears of getting older. Yeah. Into one piece. And that's really terrifying. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when, you know, I've been talking to a cardiologist for like two weeks, not about my heart, but about a heart I care very much about that's getting older. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I was like gripping my seat and cringing because it was so wow. freaky, um, but very good. Also, there it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie and M. Night Shyamalan, who's from your uh, your stomping grounds. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, he has said that he considers every movie he makes to basically just be a big episode of The Twilight Zone. 
and I agree. I think that for the most part, that's true. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Did you see Split? You didn't no. see Split? No, I didn't see. You Split. suck. I know. You should see Split. I think you'd really enjoy it. I know. Did you see The Visit? No. What the fuck is your problem? What was the last M Night Shyamalan movie you saw? One, the one that I didn't like. There was one. You have to be more specific. There was like a woman, and it was like something about water, and I don't know what she was doing. No, I Lady in the Lake. Yeah, that one. But I don't remember it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he had a run of bad movies, Mm -hmm. of movies that just nobody liked, and and in my opinion. Uh, starting with the visit, he turned his career completely around because okay. he, this is now he's done the visit, which I really liked. He did a uh, split, which I really liked. Then he did glass, which I really liked. And now he's done old, which I, I really liked. I think that's all of them. But, uh, so he's famous for the twist ending. You mm-hmm. know, that's his thing is the twist ending. I felt like he did a good job with the twist ending on this one. Because it's not like a monumental twist, but it, when it's first revealed, you're kind of like, eh, and then it keeps going. You're like, okay, I'm listening. And then when it finally gets to the end of the explanation, which is not pure, uh, you know, them telling you the screen, it, it's like you have to figure it out and they reveal details. When you find out the final detail of like exactly what's going on, mm-hmm. you're just like, shit, holy shit. Okay. Okay. That's fucked up and interesting. And I like that about the movie. So, you know, if you're thinking of seeing old, I, I mean, not you, cause I know you won't go see any movie ever, but, uh, unless I dra- literally, I, as was the last time you went to the movies when I dragged you there. Yes. <laughs> was that for Halloween 2018 yes. or 2017, 2018, whatever that was. Yeah. I hope it was Halloween 2018. Cause that rhymes. Um, me too. I remember taking you to see the Mystery Science Theater 3000 reunion while your shoulder was in a thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I can come and take care of you, but there's only one rule. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to go to the MST3K show. <laughs> so old was good. I really enjoyed it. I recommend going to see it. And I'm really happy because the theaters are starting to come back. I mean, not just be open, but people are starting to go to them. They're mm-hmm. starting to make money. And old, which is a relatively cheap by Hollywood standards, like $18 million movie, which is relatively cheap by Hollywood standards. Um, it's just a simple, creepy thriller, uh, kind of a mystery. And it outperformed snake eyes, which is the GI Joe movie, which is like $118 million, uh, you know, tentpole movie. Wow. It, it outperformed it by a decent amount. Wow. That just makes me happy because that's always been the case. And that's what's making me think the theaters are finally really returning. People like interesting stuff. They don't mm-hmm. only want to see. Now, don't get me wrong, because I love going and seeing a Marvel movie and having a, a blast with it. They're fun. No, almost none of them are bad. They just start to repeat themselves a little and you need a break mm-hmm. because they make so many of them. And it just keeps, you know, but that's OK. That's why they just keep making them. You can get off the train and get back on the train whenever you want. Uh, you know, you can get off the train until you're not dizzy anymore. Then you get back on. But I love the idea that it's like, oh, well, here was just a simple, cool looking movie with a very interesting trailer. And everybody rushed out to see it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, that's the way yeah. it's always been. Yeah. So also I saw uh, the Forever Purge, which is the fourth Purge movie oh. or fifth. Fifth? Fifth Purge movie. The fifth Purge movie. Because you see, there's The Purge. Mm-hmm. Then there's The Purge Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Then there's The Purge Election Year. 
Then there mm. is the unfortunately titled First Purge, which has caused mm. immense confusion, uh, including one time when I went to the drive-in and they advertised showing the First Purge and had a poster <laughs> of the First Purge. And then when the movie started, it was just the Purge. Oh, damn. Because yeah, they showed confusing. the original Purge. Yeah. Although that was a good night because I realized that I liked the original Purge more than I remembered. Good. I've always liked all of those movies and the TV series. The Purge, good. it's a good intellectual property. It's really interesting. Have you seen any of them? I saw one of them, but I don't know which one I was saw. Was it all in a house? No. Okay, then it wasn't the first one. Yeah, it w- I know it wasn't the first one. I just don't know what other one it was. Was there a armored car? Not a truck, but a car that a guy Maybe. was driving around in? Maybe. It was probably tr- uh, the Purge Anarchy, Okay. which is my favorite one. So that means you're right. Um, okay. I, I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, man, I'm going to, I wonder if there are any like cheap purge box sets I can send you to make you watch them. Although you need to watch Oz. I know. Why aren't you watching Oz? I don't know. I feel like it's been over a year now since you watched Oz. I don't know. I'm worried. Sorry. We're all very worried. I know. I've been personally sending Michelle DVDs of the TV series Oz to get her to watch it all. So, and you were like deep into, you're like four, four, almost five seasons in. You're like four and a half seasons in or something. Yeah. So, yeah, you're literally at the second half of the fourth season, which is a double season. Anyway, mm-hmm. talking about things that don't matter. Movie was good. Uh, <laughs> and the Purge movies were good. Um, I really enjoyed. Uh, the Forever Purge. It was very good. good. Uh, it, it took an interesting concept, uh, which I only had one qualm with because it, they they all the Purge movies are pretty political. But I mm-hmm. find that they're not like you can get you can enjoy them. That's the that's the thing I, I hate. You know, when horror fans they get mad because movies are political, and then people are like, well, you might want to watch your George Romero movies again because they're very political. It's like, yeah, but they were interesting movies, mm-hmm. and you could watch yeah. them and not a hundred percent agree with them and still like them. Yeah. And that's what they're really saying. They're saying like, I'm tired of getting beaten over the head with it by it. When like you can watch Dawn of the dead and it's very subtle about what it has to say about American life and mm-hmm. consumerism and stuff like that. But, uh, so the purge, I think also manages to do well with that. The only problem I have with the purge. So, cause the big pro- big thing with the forever purge is they decide like, Oh crap, we have to get out of here. Cause the purge starts and then it doesn't stop. It just keeps going. Because some people have decided they're going to use the purge to keep the the riots going to try to like overthrow the government, basically. Okay. And they're like, "Oh shit, we got to get to Mexico. We got to cross the border to Mexico for for uh, uh, asylum." Mm-hmm. Which I like that because they're putting it, turning it on its head. You know, mm-hmm. Mexican people tend to come here for asylum, but we're going there for asylum. Except two of the people um, crossed the border into America illegally, so that you know, uh, they, and they're like, "Oh, we got to go back to Mexico." And the only thing that bothered me is I was like. If America is such a terrifying place because why of the purge, why did yeah. they come? Yeah, that doesn't well, really make any sense. It, it just, it really just made me go, wow, in the purge universe, Mexico must be like 50 times worse if America's, you know, the purge place. But, but they're going there to get asylum. So I'm sure. So it's just a, it's just a kind of small plot hole. Yeah. It's not know? a huge thing. It was just a little, it was a little tiny nitpick. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so they're going to run to Mexico, but like. Mexico was bad enough to run to America where there's a uh, 12 hours uh, a year where you can just kill anyone you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I like the concept of the purge, especially that it's a manipulation that it's this free for all, but in reality they're trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Cause uh, the first purge, the big thing about the first purge is they test it in New York 
in uh, in upstate New York, or maybe it's uh, near Manhattan. They test it in like this city block area, mm-hmm. and people are not killing each other. They don't want to. Yeah. So they start pushing in agents to exacerbate violence. In fact, I remember because they did it great. There was a part where this semi truck drives or this uh, pickup truck drives through a little Manhattan street and starts like shooting at people, right? Like causing Mm -hmm. violence. And they're like waving like uh, white supremacist flags. And I was like, yeah, that's a New York. That's a New York uh, uh, neighborhood. Yeah. And then you find out that those were plants. They were people Mm -hmm. there to make it seem like everybody was in danger to put everybody Mm -hmm. on on high guard. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. That's Mm -hmm. really brilliant storytelling, not lazy storytelling. Yeah. After all, I've talked about the friggin' purge for like 10 (laughs) minutes. I apologize. I like those movies a lot. I really do. Um, I kind of think this will be the last one um, because the TV series was very, very good. And the second season was some of the best Purge content ever, and it got canceled. Oh. It, and so that makes me think that, like, maybe this is the last Purge movie. But it did do okay money-wise, oh, so maybe good. maybe I'll make another one. I'm not going to be mad. I'll go see it. I just don't know how much further you can go, you know, other yeah. than doing the last Purge. But because mm-hmm. this uh, Forever Purge actually suggests that, like, Holy shit, the ending of part three didn't stop the purge after all, which is very surprising. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm still talking about the purge. So Michelle went to see a very bad house today. Yeah. I went and I wanted you to house. talk about it instead of me talking about the purge for 35 minutes. Oh, that's okay. Um, <laughs> do you still want me to? Or I do want you to talk about no. that. Just remember, folks, the new purge movie was good. Michelle, mm-hmm. uh, tell us about this house that you were thrilled to see was in disrepair. Yeah, it's not in disrepair. It's but it was a it's a little like flipped house in It's in, upside um, down? Yeah, it's all the way like that. And the roof is on the bottom. Um How do you walk on that? Well, you just walk on the ceilings. I don't know <laughs> what kind of kind of question is that. <laughs> I feel like the ceiling wouldn't have a lot of load-bearing capacity. I mean, you you're probably right, <laughs> but not really. Because it, it, I mean, the some of the ceilings, I mean, the whole got the whole subfloor system under them. So maybe you'd like. I think you'd be fine. <laughs> okay, so so this, <laughs> this is a house that somebody is flipping to make quick money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, it's not it's not like the end of the world bad like. The drains were installed. There was like a faucet and stuff. I've seen somewhere it was like, look at this faucet. It's not installed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but they like just did a really bad job on the roof. Like they they put a new roof over an old roof, which you're not supposed to do anymore. Um, they didn't put the little uh, the little drip ledge, so which like finishes the roof. So if it gets wet, the water's just gonna run, kind of like go back underneath the roof and like brought out the roof yeah yeah um they i mean they did like really dumb stuff like they spilled paint on the roof because they were painting the um the chimney for some reason which i think the (laughs) chimney is probably in terrible shape under all the stuff they did to it yeah but so there's just like paint like all over by the chimney and then i guess the bucket fell down and so there's like splatters of paint on the siding and it's like you guys like the siding (laughs) the siding is vinyl you're telling me you could not get the paint off? Like nobody tried. Impossible. Can't I mean, do they're it. not Can't they're not going to be able to get it off the the roof because it's asphalt. But like, it just looks so. It just looks like nobody cared. Yeah. Um, Which I'm guessing they did not care. They did not care. Okay. 
Um, but then we were having trouble because the inspector went to turn the air condition on, but it didn't come on. So then it was like, oh, we looked at it and like the air conditioners have a uh, like emergency switch, you know, that you can turn them off if you need to outside by them. So that besides like all the little pieces falling out when I opened it, um, <laughs> that was in the off position. So we put it back on and it still didn't come on. And then we're like, I don't know. And then he was like, go check the breaker and make sure that it's like has power. So I checked it. And it was fine. But then I was like, well, maybe I'm just crazy and everything is backwards and I don't know how to look at a breaker. (laughs) So we checked several times, but it really was fine. (laughs) And then when we were going, like most of the house is like, "Eh." oh, and then it didn't have hot water (laughs) at all. So we were like, why doesn't it have hot water? So we went in the basement and then we we were like, "Okay, well, we can't even try the air conditioner because it won't come on. Um, and then we found out that the, like, there's like a, like a switch on the, uh, like the, the furnace Mm -hmm. that like, you know, like it's a, just a shut off switch. And that was, that was off and that would probably turn the air conditioner off. So we flipped it back on and we put it on heat because we were going to see if, um, if the furnace worked and, then the, they were like, oh, it's getting cool up here. And we were like, well, that's weird because the heat is on. <laughs> and then it continued to get cool. And we realized that, like, the actual furnace part, like, with the burners and stuff, wasn't on. So we were like, maybe the heat doesn't work. And then I was like, well, maybe they're switched. So, like, one, like, what the thermostat thinks is heat is really air conditioner. Maybe it's the other way around. So then the inspector went up and switched it to air conditioner. And then it just stayed air conditioner. <laughs> and then, like, it just wouldn't turn off. Like, we turned it off and it was still on. Oh, God. So, I, it, it's really interesting because who knows what it's even going to. Because the thermostat, like, we had it set to 90 degrees. So, it shouldn't have been on. Yeah. Like, it was just running. So, that's why everything was off. Because you can't actually turn the air conditioner off. Unless you, like, forcibly, like, <laughs> turn it off. Um, so... So that was really interesting Um, Mm. because what I mean, what probably happened is they they miswired the the thermostat. The thermostat's probably not set up correctly. Yeah. But you think someone would notice that? Aren't thermostats? I mean, you would know. Aren't thermostats generally easy to to put to put a new one on? So they probably just slapped it on and went, great job, me. And that was the end of it. (laughs) Yeah. But you'd think that they test to see if like the furnace worked. Why? That's what you're for. You're the inspector. Yeah, but like they had the house. It was there. They owned it. Like, don't you want to know? <laughs> so that that was the main issue. But then like the basement had some water in it. But oh, right. And we never figured out why the the water heater wouldn't turn on. And it's an electric water heater. And there was power going to it. Hmm. I don't know. It just never came on. And it was new. So. <sighs> Those damn water heaters. Yeah. Water heaters. So was that the worst house you've seen as a. No. Uh, okay. Okay. So. No, the worst the, one was. No. Yeah. Sorry. No, tell me. That's what I was going to ask. What is the it? worst one was the one that really giant one that like was like 4,000 square feet, but priced really low. And I was like, huh. And it turns out because everything is wrong with it, like literally everything, 
and like water is flowing into the basement like you could see it coming in <laughs> oh my and God. like the the underground like kind of um french drain system must be clogged because when the, the sump pump like pumps out water it goes down but it, there's a clog so it shoots back up out and then <laughs> it goes on the ground and it goes back into the basement so it was just like never ending water cycle. It makes you think of those cartoons. And it accomplishes roughly nothing or something really easy. I've been watching a plumber on YouTube. I'm starting to think I should send you a link. He has some really fun videos about being a plumber and about like stupid things he's noticed. Um, or like people, uh, I think he, oh yeah. Cause he was talking about this one guy who's inspecting plumbing and how he was like, how did this guy miss like all of these massive problems? Like I was there and I was like, do you see this pipe that's cracked in half? Like I'm looking at it here. Let's run some water through it. You see how none of the water comes out of the other side. <laughs> it's cause that giant crack we see is a giant crack. You know, it's, it's, he's pretty amusing and he's from Texas. So he's charming. Oh. Cool. But uh, but he has a lot of great stuff. And he also does stuff like uh, like he uh, clogged a drain with Orbeez to see if he could unclog it with like simple, like uh, as seen on TV decloggers. Oh, which all I learned from watching him was do not buy an as seen on TV uh, drain declogger. Really? Uh, unless it's like the ones that are basically a snake, but cheaper. Mm-hmm. But those even then it's like go, get spend 40 bucks and get a snake. Mm-hmm. Get a drain snake. They're not that hard to use. I used one recently and even I could I use remember. it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Actually, it worked all right. So it's like, I, I cannot recommend it. Just get a drain snake. You'll, you'll be surprised how much you can fix yourself. What? You're afraid? Oh, cause you don't want to see what comes out. Exactly. Like I would like to get my certification <laughs> to do uh, sewer scopes, but oh, I don't, it's, it's not that I'm scared of what is in the drain. It's that I don't want to touch it when it comes out of the drain. I don't think you have to touch it. I mean, what about with gloves? Does it include with gloves? Oh, I don't have, I don't wear gloves. Ever? So, no. No? Never. <laughs> Why? Is it because it doesn't go with your outfit or? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I just don't like, I don't, there's not enough. I lose like tactile abilities with That's gloves. That's the point. You literally are like, I don't want to touch this because it's gross. I'm like, he used gloves. And you're like, but then I wouldn't be able to feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Michelle. Yes. Correct. I, you, honestly, you win a prize. I really just don't want to see it. In, uh-huh. Like I don't want it to come out and then exist in in my environment. I want it to stay down there. So okay, um, well, you don't want it to stay down there because then you're gonna have a clogged drain. Well, I want it to go away, like away, but not not come to me. Like that's <laughs> that's so, not what it's supposed to do. So what you're saying is like it's worth it to just hire a plumber and be like, do what you got to do. I don't want to know anything. And then no. they'll just they'll just yes, snake the drain. Roto Rooter will come and just do all the work and leave with your hair gunk muck. No, I don't want any of this. Of I'm I'm just gonna make sure that hair doesn't get down my drain. I thought you were like, I'm just gonna shave it. my head. I thought you were about to say <laughs> I'm just gonna Sinead O'Connor it. I'm just gonna shave all my hair off and say it's in protest to the Catholic Church and mm-hmm. move on with my life. I don't know if I could handle you bald, because your hair adds so much mass to the visual of you. I don't think I have a really good head shape, and I would not look good bald, so don't worry. (laughs) 
okay. But we'll see because when we do that fundraiser for for uh, kids with cancer, mm-hmm. you have to shave your head if we if we reach our goal. Right, right. And our goal when is twenty seven dollars. Oh no, really? <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.